Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. The Guptas, that story, or rather they, have suddenly appeared in the limelight once again. Let's find out now what is uh, happening or is, is intended to happen regarding getting them back to the country to answer for uh, state capture uh, allegations, you could say. Joining us now, Mpumalelo Zikalala, legal analyst, founder and director of Zikalala Attorneys. Mpumalelo, good afternoon. Thanks once again for joining us. Great to have you again on board. Good afternoon to you and also good afternoon to your listeners. Indeed, Mpamalelo. And it's going to take more than five years to get the Guptas back to South Africa. Extradite them to stand well trial for state capture. So, Mpamalelo, let's just take this from the top. What has led to this development? And why uh, why this estimation of taking more than five years? Over to you. It's it, it basically the men in which they want to bring over the Kupta brothers to South Africa, uh, meaning what what mode of or what what legal instrument are they using? Now they're using extradition, right? It's difficult, unlike deportation. Yes. Now on the extradition part, you simply have to go to the country they are in and say to them, "This is the case I have against the people that you have in your country." I so believe that they need to answer on this particular allegation. I right. do promise you, and I'll show you that. They're going to be given a fair trial. They have the right to legal representatives. Mm-hmm. But most importantly, if they're found guilty, they're not going to be hanged. So if you send them over to me, then um, I, I would be happy. And also because we have an extradition agreement that we have okay. between b- b- both countries. Now, the problem that you have in this case is that I think the department maybe did not put up a strong enough case in terms of saying this is how the Kupta brothers are linked to the state capture matters. And what you said, what you said, Simon Pomolano, you said maybe. This is maybe if they did not put up a good case. Did I hear you correctly? I, I, yes, correctly. Mm-hmm. Because if they, if they did, then the outcome would have been a positive one. Because right. He would have said, let's send them over to South Africa. They can be tried there. Or if we can try them here, which is one of the, the elements of the, the, the agreements that, is, that are usually done, then it would be talking now that there's a case which is against the Kuptas taking place in the UAE. Right. So on that basis. The application was rejected, saying that there's simply not enough evidence in order for us not to allow them, or not in order for us as the UAE not to extradite them to South Africa. But isn't there a, a set of, if I can put it this way, a set of guidelines or a set of uh, assistant notes, if you could put it that way, as to exactly what they would have needed in order to overcome what you've just mentioned now? Mm. Now, let's separate those, those sets of guidelines. Now, the guidelines mm-hmm. would say, you follow this particular procedure, but right. what is most important is information which is going to be contained when you're trying to persuade the UAE government and the courts that they ought to be released to you. So it's as if you're running two trials, because when you go to the UAE health and say, this is the case that I have against the Kufta brothers. This right. is a couple of witnesses. That is this like have. a junior court type process? Yeah, Am yeah, I correct? Yeah. Definitely. Call it right. a trial. If, okay. If, if, yeah. Yes. Because even the witnesses, you must also bring them in if mm-hmm. you really want them to come back to us and say, let's run a mini trial here so that you can be able to hear and see what type of transgressions have, they have, have taken place and how strong our case is when it comes to these individuals that are in your country. So if you don't release them to us, we are going to be privileged to the number of people who are going to be privileged when it comes to this type of matter. Right. So I think that, which is why I'm saying maybe our South African government did not put up a strong case. They thought that it would be uh, purely an administrative exercise and the UAE government was not going to scrutinize mm-hmm. the evidence and say, do you have really 
evidence which is beyond reasonable doubt in order to make sure that you're able to, to try them in, in your country. Mpumalelo, what you've just outlined now can also be described, if I can put it this way, as technicalities. Now, if we can just hold that for a moment. I was reading earlier on an article uh, where Minister, the Minister of Justice, Ronald Lamola, he also pointed out that you, the United Nations Model Treaty on Extradition says that extradition requests could not be dismissed on technicalities. How does the UAE recognize, what, recognize this, and what's your take on that? Uh, I think on the UAE side, they're simply saying on the, the technicality in which we are going to recognize, if we don't have, if we don't have one document which is missing, mm-hmm. uh, that's a technicality. But in, in instances where you have not outlined the merits of the matter, so you are not placing in a position in which I'd be able to take a decision in your favor because you are not providing that information to me, which is why the response was then, it's going to take us five years to order to complete this process because. Sorry, if I can come in there, if I can interrupt you, it's going to take. Where? Who actually declared that? It's going to take more than five. Who determined that? It, I think the the, the the Minister of Justice or the Justice Department was taking into account the number of evidence and the, and the time which is going to be required in order for us to prepare. Right. Now, if you go the route of extraditing and and you really provide the comprehensive requirements and facts which are required by those that we need. That are in that country, in this case, the UAE, you're simply running a mini trial, which is why I think the minister was then uh, attaching it across a term of five years, because it's as if you're running a trial first within that country, and then when they come back to South Africa, then you have to start from scratch with the same witnesses, with the same type of evidence that they need to provide, because the two things or the two elements that need to exist, you need to, to, to prove within the UAE that the individuals that you are looking for are indeed guilty, or they need to answer to certain allegations that you level that incident. Now, the easiest way of doing it, or what you ought to provide, is evidence you'll be able to prove that you've got the right individuals, they indeed committed to these particular crimes, you are going to give them an opportunity to respond, whether that's correct or not. However, you want to use it within your courts, and you're going to provide them with reasonable uh, time in order to answer, which is the outstanding party rule. Right. And they'll be able to respond. So it's going to be a fair trial, so to say. I don't understand uh, for for one minute how they couldn't, as you've just pointed out now, you know, it's got to be a comprehensive uh, presentation and convincing presentation to, in this case, to the UAE, how the, these mm. details could have been omitted in in the first place. Mm. I, I think, I think, which, which is why I said, um, I, <laughs> I am cutting expressions, I'm not really sure about mm. this, but I think it didn't take this particular matter very seriously. So it was a case which was prepared almost as if, it's a done deal that because we have an extradition uh, um, uh, agreement, if you then submit this papers, show them the details in which uh, or the case number which is attached, there's nothing else that we need to provide. If I right. were in their position, I would have even made sure that as a service of people that are able to prove that they are indeed guilty were supposed to be included, the link between the, the money leaving the government coffers and, and going to the Kupta Brothers uh, bank accounts, that right. we show. The, the illegality of the taking place is shown explicitly because what we are trying to say to the UE is that you have a guilty individual within your possession. Can you please, please bring them back to me so that I can be able to try them? But I do promise that when I do that, I'm going to do this in a more human mm-hmm. way, in, the, in what, is, what would be in the interest of justice, and I'll be given enough time in order to dispute whatever, whatever allegations sure. I'm living against. Mpumalelo, uh, the question, next question I was going to ask you, is uh, given, you know, extradition procedures and extradition agreements, treaties, call this what you may, um, dealing with the United Arab Emirates, uh, the question I want to ask now is where are the Guptas now? 
could they not be using the situation to, you know, like hop, skip and jump? Because there's also a report that they were cited in Switzerland, were they? And they, and I'm, what I'm getting at is now that they're using the situation now to, as I said, hop, skip and jump, doing, you know, like a grasshopper evasion going on here. Definitely. And, and they, they, they may use it because all you need to do is to go to a country in which South Africa does not have an extradition agreement. Mm-hmm. And once you do that, there's no avenue in which you could be brought in. Well, you can try and use Interpol when you're entering that particular border or maybe if you are in a, a country which subscribes to the principles of Interpol and works with our South African law enforcement agencies. But other mm-hmm. than that, there's absolutely no way you can be able to bring them back to South Africa. And certainly they're going to use it to their advantage because yes. the reason why they vigorously fought against the tradition, they're of the view that they're innocent mm-hmm. and they don't even want to come back and prove their innocence in South Africa. Otherwise, they would have returned for the State Capture Commission. They would have returned for, for the Newlock case. Those are two instances in which they've shown clearly that we do not want to be part and parcel of any um, arbitration process or, mm-hmm. or disposition mm-hmm. process which is going to take place. If we, we need to come back to South Africa, we want to come back taking screen, but we'll fight with all that we have to make sure that we're, we're, not, we're not coming back. Mm, one wonders now, the five years we spoke about, what they could get up to next, the perfect opportunity now to do the evasive acts and what have you. Well, it's open to, you know, like thought and speculation, you could say. But, you know, one wonders in this day and age, you see the way people are behaving, what can transpire within the next five years. But we'll leave it at that, at that in Pumalelo. Thank you so much for joining us to just give us... Uh, a bit of background as to what's happening regarding the Gupta issue right now. Pumalelo Zikalala, legal analyst, founder and director of Zikalala Attorneys.